Welcome to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Hi, I'm Hillary Bennett, former corporate stooge turned motivated mompreneur. After becoming a mom, I realized the two options offered to moms did not work for me. I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom, but I didn't want to work a normal 9-to-5 job either. I wanted to live into my professional calling and be a present, joyful mom. So I left my 9-to-5 and started coaching motivated mompreneurs just like you to build and grow successful, sustainable, heart-centered businesses without sacrificing their family. Join me each week as we dive into business strategy, mindset and productivity tips, inspiration, and a lot of laughs. Let's get to it. Hey there, Motivated Mompreneurs. Welcome to another episode of the Motivated Mompreneur podcast. I'm Hillary Bennett, your Mompreneur Mindset and Accountability Coach, and today's episode is a solo cast, so you and I just get to hang out for the next little while. And, you know, we're still early in 2021 when this episode airs. It'll be the middle of January, and... For me, it's been a little bit of a slow start to the year. Usually, I love having, you know, goals for the year set and really taking advantage of all of the momentum and motivation that comes with what feels like a fresh start. But this year has just felt really different, and I'm sure it has to do with some of the added stress and ways that my life has changed over the course of the last year that has then sort of upended the way that I start a new year. Um, But I ended up taking two weeks off over the holidays. I took the week of Christmas off and I took the week of New Year's off. Now, this wasn't something new for me because when I was working my corporate job, one of the amazing perks at the company that I worked for is that almost every single employee of this company that had over 150,000 employees while I was there, um, they got these two weeks off. And it was something I really loved. My husband is a teacher, and so those two weeks consistently was a time that my whole family could be together without that added pressure of what you needed to be getting done for work, because when everyone you work with is off, then it's you're not missing anything, right? And so I decided, now that I am... Uh, you know, flying solo mompreneur that I was going to keep that tradition alive and have that time off at Hillary Bennett Consulting. So I took the two weeks off and as much as I absolutely love the work that I get to do, I really enjoyed not having to do it. I still woke up at the same time on most days. I still did my morning routine on most days. But being able to prioritize self-care and time with my children and just taking care of the normal to-dos that moms have um, around the home without having to really manage a working mom schedule was lovely. It was really lovely. And I was able to slow down and enjoy the day more than I have in a long time. Because since I started 
coaching mompreneurs and really was able to tap into that passion and start building a thriving business for the first time, I didn't want to stop. I wanted to work whenever I could. And so every free moment that I was able, I was working. Now, when I look at my vision for my life and when I think about what my vision is as a mompreneur, that is not congruent. My vision for my life as a mompreneur, as I'm sure you will relate to, is that I want to be able to work where I want to work, when I want to work, and how much I want to work without a drastic impact to how much money I'm bringing in. That's the dream. At least it was for me. Because in that scenario, I'm still able to support my family. I am still able to use my financial resources as a tool to make the world around me a better place and to enjoy my life and make special memories with my kiddos and my loved ones um, without sacrificing myself and my family and um, my passion. You know, it's kind of the dream. And in that dream, I wouldn't be working five days a week, 40 hours a week, because when I, when I do that, and I'm sure you will relate to this too, it's like get up early in the morning so that you can get in your morning routine. Kids wake up, get them ready to go, get them to school or get them started on homeschooling, you know, whatever your situation is. Kids get done with that, entertain them somehow until dinner get dinner, clean up dinner, bedtime, and by the time the kids are in bed and the kitchen is cleaned up, you're exhausted. I was exhausted. I didn't have much left over for myself, and I certainly didn't have much left over for my husband, my friends, Um, and it wasn't a terrible existence because all of what I was doing was something that I loved. I loved spending time with my family. And I know this sounds silly, but I actually like mornings with my kids. I'm more of a morning person than I am a nighttime person. So when we're doing bedtime, although I love reading books with my kids, the rest of it, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm ready to have quiet time because mommy's brain is done. But in the mornings when my brain is more fresh, um, I enjoy having sweet little hugs and little conversation and and eating breakfast together. Um, And of course I enjoy my work. So it's not that I was doing things that I didn't like. I was, but there was no breathing room. There was no margin. Every single second of the day was packed and had to be productive or was working towards some kind of important outcome. And if we didn't reach the outcome, it would throw everything off, either what was next or for the next day. And that's a lot of pressure. And that's exhausting. And in this volatile environment that we're all living in, whether it is a marriage issue, a health issue, a community issue, a political issue that's all being layered on top of normal life for each and every one of us, that margin that you need in order to successfully deal with all of that, the margin that I need, it just wasn't there. And so those two weeks off really brought into focus for me that if I'm going to build a business that supports that future vision, I need to start working it now. Now you might be sitting here listening to this and you're like, Hillary, duh. And I would tell my clients that if they said, I only want to work two days a week and they're working five days a week. And I say, why are you working five days a week? How are you going to build a two day a week business working five days a week? You will build a five day a week business. 
but it's so hard to take your own advice. That is, side note, if you are a coach listening to this, that is why every coach needs a coach because it is hard to take our own advice. Um, And it was just a wonderful eye-opening two weeks for me that I need to take my own advice and start living that business that I want to build. And so I am starting as of this week to work three days a week. So on Mondays, I have the option of working if I need to, but I'm not going to have anything scheduled. I'm not going to be taking on meetings with clients. I'm not going to be doing any kind of coffee chats or networking, any of that. Nothing will be scheduled, but the day is available for me to work if I need to. So if I need to make sure my podcast is ready to come out for the next day, or if I need to just catch up on social media or do some planning, respond to some emails, whatever, fine, that's okay. But I'm not going to have anything scheduled so that if I need a little bit of an easing into the week, I have that available to me, that I can start Monday fresh of heart, fresh of mind, fresh of spirit for my family and help them get off on the right foot. And then Tuesday, we're in the groove, we're ready to go, and I can start my work week. So I will be jam-packed really living into the business part of who I am Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then Friday, it's a day for me. Now, I'm sure that I will do grocery shopping, house cleaning, meal prepping, you know, whatever those household tasks are that I normally have to do over the weekend. I'm sure I will do some of that on Friday, but Friday is also going to be a time for me to make sure I can get outside and take a walk, (laughs) take a nap if I want to, um, read for fun. You know, the things that I know really fill my cup back up. Those are the things I'm going to do on Friday so that when my whole family is back together for the weekend on Saturday and Sunday, I am coming to them with a full cup, at least as best as I can manage, given all of the things that I'm going through that we're going through. And I'm excited about this plan, but I'm a little bit nervous because I'm still trying to grow my business. Although I have gone from, you know, in my very first attempt at building a business, it was a no cash, no clients business. I mean, I was in desperation station, right? And I then was able to pivot and learn from my mistakes and do the things I knew I needed to do, created systems and processes that really helped me bump things in a different direction and I started to build a thriving business. I am still wanting to build that business. There are still goals and ambitions that I have with that. And so I am feeling a little bit nervous. You know, I was working a full five days before. How am I gonna do all of that in three days? And it hit me that the one piece of advice I always give anyone, whether I'm a guest on another podcast, whether I'm working one-on-one with a client, whether I'm doing a live on social media or having a coffee chat in the Motivated Mompreneur Facebook group, which P.S., if you are not yet a member, it is awesome. You need to come and join us. I will have a link to that in the show notes. My number one go-to piece of advice is just focus on the one most important thing and you will see your goals come to fruition. That's all you need to do. It is about clearing away all of the things and focusing on the right 
things. So I want to talk a little bit about how you can do that, how you can prioritize and determine what is that most important next step, and then how that can really free you up to take advantage of your schedule and make it work for you as opposed to you being a slave to it. And I think that during a situation in which many moms are juggling homeschooling, kids at home, not a lot of support in terms of daycare, in-person school, babysitters, nannies, friends, family, whomever could give you that chance to take a breather. Um, It's so much less of an option these days. And so I think that it is more important now than ever, like I said, to really be able to master this skill. So let's dive in. This is the power of focusing on the most important thing. So when you look at the goals that you have for your business, now I suggest working on goals in a 90-day time frame. It is important to have that North Star, that dream vision that you have for your life but that is really high level and big, it is important to take the time to dream big. But after you've done that and you get clear around your North Star, around the direction you're headed, you need to put it in its place, being that North Star, and then kind of let go and say, okay, what are up to three goals that I have in the next 90 days that will get me closer to achieving this North Star existence, this dream existence? And then once you've outlined what those three goals are, you put your focus there instead of that big, huge vision. So for example, if you've ever done a vision board activity, or if you are part of my Rut to Revenue Club and you have done your dreamscape, Um, you may have something on there like paying off your house or buying a vacation home, um, you know, buying a boat, who knows what it is. There could be some kind of financial goal that you have in your North Star, big dream, audacious life. And it will, you're not going to be able to decide on a day-to-day basis, you know, for me, paying off my home, getting rid of my mortgage is one of the things that I have on my vision board because I want to have time and financial freedom and financial freedom means not being uh, committed to a mortgage every single month is what it means for me. Now we all have different definitions of that. That's what it means for me. If I every single day started off my day saying, I need to figure out how to pay off my house today. I would be so paralyzed that that I wouldn't do anything. Now, of course, there are those people out there that instead of the paralysis, they would go to taking so much action that you're going to be working towards burnout. And I have been there, and sometimes I do take that path. Um, But either way, it's not healthy, right? In one way, you kind of dig your head into the sand and you're in denial. And in another way, you are not respecting your heart, soul, mind, body, spirit, and you're saying just push through until you get this goal and then you can rest, which we all know is a lie because after that goal, there's another goal, right? But if you say, okay, what is a 90-day goal that will help me move towards paying off my house? And maybe it is, you know, creating a budget, or putting a certain amount of money into savings, or, you know, who knows, who knows what it is. Um, 
some kind of goal in which you're able to identify smaller daily or weekly actions that will help you reach that 90-day goal. That 90-day goal then gets you closer to the dream goal, right? So we take our focus off the big dream, put our focus on the 90 days. And then each and every day, we're able to identify what is the next most important thing I need to reach one or all of my up to three 90-day goals. I only do up to three 90-day goals because it is absolutely possible for you to look at your North Star, look at your dream life, and come up with 10 different goals that you have that will help you get there. But again, if you are trying to focus on 10 different goals all at once... You're either going to burn yourself out because you're working too hard or you're going to bury your head in the sand and focus on everything but because it's just too gosh dang overwhelming. So we need to minimize the amount of inputs that are kind of coming into our brain and that are keeping us going. That's why I say three or less. Identify those goals and then every single day all you think is what is the one most important thing I need to get done today? What is the one most important thing? And you put that on your to-do list and nothing else. Now, again, if you're part of my Rut to Revenue Club, you will have access to my accountability day planner, which for me was a game changer in being able to do this. So if you're sitting there like, yeah, that sounds great, but my ability to actually do that is a different story please, please, please sign up for the Retro Revenue Club because just that day planner alone is worth the cost of admission. And I say that because I truly think that day planner is one of the most pivotal keys to how I went from a no cash, no clients business to a thriving business. Okay, so you identify that one most important thing and your all of your focus for whatever time you have to work, Whether you get eight hours to work that day or whether the only time you get to work is during your kid's nap time or for an hour after your kids go to bed. Because, right, we're talking about being a working mom and stay-at-home mom all at once, and I don't care who you were before the pandemic, but we're all there now. And so identifying that one most important thing and putting your focus there. When you put your focus there and on nothing else, it is so much easier to hold yourself accountable because you will be able to hold back the distractions. So let's say the one most important thing you had to do on any given day is to record a podcast episode. And that was one the most important thing you had to do that day. Or maybe the most important thing you had to do that day was email out your past and former clients asking for referrals for new clients. One most important thing to do that day. In one scenario, you're going to be nurturing your current audience and continuing to build know, like, and trust. In another scenario, it's really more of a direct route to getting new clients and infusing cash into your business. Either way, these are just examples, but Things that can get you off track from that. Checking your email, updating your website, checking in on social media, scrolling on social media, posting on social media, putting in your grocery list. So many things, so, so many things that can get us distracted. And I say that because I have been victim to distraction myself many, many times. 
But if you say, the only thing I can think about right now is recording this podcast episode, it becomes so black and white that if you end up getting on Facebook or Instagram, that ends up being a choice to say, I am going to do this instead of what I know is the most important thing. And granted, like we are human. And there is so much more to this than simply having self-control and discipline. And so there will be times, absolutely, where you still decide to go the route of distraction as opposed to the route of focus. And that is okay. But it makes it so much easier to choose focus. You don't do anything else until that most important thing is done. You will get it done in record time, I promise you, especially if on starting out with your most important thing, you give yourself a time estimate of how long you think it will take. Now, if your task was recording a podcast and getting it you know, uploaded and ready to go, unless this is your very first podcast ever, which if it is, good for you, it's so much fun, you will know about how long it takes you to record and edit and upload your podcast. And so you'll say, you know, for me, I usually have about 30 minute podcasts. It takes me about an hour to record, edit, do the show notes, upload, create the social media for it, good to go between an hour and an hour and a half, no more than 90 minutes, even if I'm working with someone else, even if it's an interview episode. And so if you take that time to say, okay, this is going to take about 90 minutes, set a timer, tell yourself, I'm going to get this done in 90 minutes. And you will be amazed how frequently you actually get it done in 85 minutes, 75 minutes, because you are solely focused on that one thing. You feel like, okay, for this short amount of time, I can turn my phone on airplane mode. I can lock the door to my office and tell my partner or husband or whomever that you're going to have sole responsibility of the kids for the next hour, hour and a half, 45 minutes, however long it is that it's going to take you to finish that task. If your task is taking four, six, eight hours, it's probably too big. Break it down. So if your most important task is start a podcast, mamas, this is where I'm telling you that is too big for your most important thing of the day. Break it down. What is your very next step? What is your very next step? Sometimes the most important thing that you need to get done that day literally could take you five minutes. Maybe it is just signing up for an anchor account or maybe it's just, you know, posting something to social media takes hopefully less than five minutes, whatever it might be. Break it down. So if you're looking at something that is more than a couple hours long, Really take a moment, evaluate it. Okay, what's truly my next step? What are the steps that will get me towards finishing this? And I'm sure that there's actually something shorter. And this is so critical for those of you who are getting in your work during nap time, bedtime, before kids wake up, in the nooks and crannies of mom life. And so when you have that opportunity um, to get something done, you are able to really focus there. Now that you have this focus and this ability to get done the most important task as opposed to distracting tasks or tasks that might not be as high impact, you're really going to see movement in the right direction. 
This is also a great safeguard if you're one of those people who has a task that feels a little bit daunting, there's some fear inside of there, you're lacking a little bit of self-confidence when it comes to being able to complete the task or complete the task to the level that you want it completed, really focusing on that and holding yourself accountable to say, I am not going to do anything else until I get this done, you will be able to get those items that are a little bit harder to complete, completed without all the runaround. And if you do identify your next task, your most important task as being something that's only going to take you half an hour, five minutes, you know, who knows, an hour and a half, but you have much more time than that to be able to dedicate to work that day. Great. Go through the exercise again. What is my next most important task? Now, just because I'm telling you to focus on one most important task of the day. Now, that does not mean that I you're not keeping a running to-do list because I know you are. If you're anything like me, mom brain is a, just a fact of life and I have to write things down, otherwise I will forget them. I have to set reminders. I use all those tools. But what I keep in front of me, what's right in front of my face is just that one most important thing. When that's done, you can move on to the next. And I know I've said this before, but my accountability day planner helps you outline this whole entire thing. It is worth every penny of getting into rent to revenue alone. And, you know, there's so much more than just the day planner involved. But then it allows you to look at secondary tasks and emergent tasks. I don't want you holding yourself to an extreme level that you're never going to be able to accomplish. And that is not what this is life is going to get in the way. And that's why I created my day planner the way that I did. But the main idea of identifying that most important task of the day is going to be a game changer. And for me, as I am looking into really shifting up my schedule, starting to put my money where my mouth is and walk my talk around building the business I want for tomorrow, starting today, it is going to be so important for me to focus on that most important task and really hold myself accountable to that. Now, it is hard to hold yourself accountable. Accountability and willpower and discipline is not something that just some people have and some people don't. It is hard for everyone. Let me repeat that. It is hard for everyone. You may be looking at that similar mompreneur on Instagram and thinking, gosh, I wish I could have her work ethic or her discipline or her insert, you know, noun, appropriate noun here. But you don't really know the ins and outs. And so having an accountability partner in this situation can make all the difference. Whether it's a friend who's also a mompreneur and you guys can do that for each other Or think about joining my Motivated Mompreneur community on Facebook. We hold each other accountable there, and it's awesome. Whether you're replying to our Monday post about what goals you have for the week, or you're attending our Motivated Mompreneur club calls on Wednesday, we can help hold you accountable. And joining is free. There's no commitment or obligation. It's just a beautiful community of women coming together to support one another as they build their businesses. And if you are super serious and committing to saying, this is it, I am all in, and I know I need a higher level of accountability support, let's talk about one-on-one coaching. 
The thing that I hear so often from my clients is that they're amazed at how much more they get accomplished when they know that I'm expecting them to get it accomplished. Um, one of the things I offer my clients is I check in with them on Voxer when on the days that they have identified they're going to get something done. And I just check in and I lovingly ask how things are going. And from there, we'll be able to either celebrate or create plan B. How do we get to where you want to go? And it is another game changer. The accountability day planner is a game changer. This whole idea of identifying the most important thing is the ultimate game changer, but also finding that person that can help lovingly help you stay accountable is really kind of the secret sauce to this whole thing. So I hope this is helpful. I hope that I shed some light on something that perhaps you already knew, but gave you some new colors, some new details to really help you make the most of the time that you have and really take big drastic steps towards achieving your goals and achieving your North Star and your big dreams for your life and your business. From the bottom of my heart, I believe in you and my life's purpose is to help moms share their gifts with the world because I know that if you are able to turn your passion into profit and share your gifts with us, the world will be a better place. So thank you so much for joining me, for listening in today. It's such an honor to be able to share some of your time with you. I know it's such a precious resource. And I hope that you come back next week for another dose of inspiration and information to build the business of your dreams without sacrificing your family. Talk to you then. As a mom, I know your most valuable resource is your time. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in today. If you like what you hear and want to connect more, head over to www.hillarybennett.com forward slash podcast, or find me on Instagram at Coach Hillary, and let's get to know each other better. Also, if you could take a couple minutes to leave me a rating and review, that will help me reach other amazing mompreneurs, multiply their bottom line by transcending their upper limit.